0: it's your girl crystal so welcome to the show crystal clear where transparency is key and we are going to continue to keep it real and keep it raw (laughs) and keep it as open and as transparent as possible so If you have not listened to my introductory episode, go listen to it. After you finish this, go listen. Um, That will give you a breakdown of um, some of the topics that will be discussed on the show. And I will have people messaging me or voice messaging me to let me know what topics everybody wants to hear about. Um and if you want to come on as a guest, we can set that up, discuss that and get that rolling too. So just let me know. But this episode I am going to start off by pretty much just putting it out there. Um like I said, I want to be as transparent as possible. And this episode here is going to be kind of a continuation from an introductory episode. um, Because I'm going to start telling you all more about myself and my past. um, And see if you can relate. So, this is going to be... (laughs) An interesting um thing for me to discuss because um only the people who were close to me at the the time that this happened know know <laughs> what went on and like how real and raw it was. But I'm gonna to try to explain it to the best of my ability so you all can get a feel for what happened. So This is going to be about me. And when I first started dabbling into um, being sexual with other women. So it started when I was about 14. Um, I met this girl. We end up being like the best of friends and she pulled me aside one day when I was at her house and she said I have something to tell you so I'm like okay so she's trying to like break it down to me as much as possible and now I know that she did it the way she did it or said said it the way that she said it was because she didn't want to lose me as a friend Um, and she thought that I wouldn't understand so she ends up telling me that she is bisexual. So me being me, and I'm still same way well, to this day, is nothing that anybody can say to me that is a surprise Um, when it comes to sexuality. So <laughs> uh, I took the news pretty good, and she was happy. So after that, I think that opened up like a whole can of stuff for her. Um, as far as experimenting, that's what she called it. Um, and it ended up opening up a whole, (laughs) a whole, whole bunch of stuff for me too. So it started out, you know, we used to party together a lot and I ended up in a few situations, um, dealing with threesomes. Um, dealing with being the person in the room while somebody else was doing what they do. Um, and it kind of like spiraled (laughs) after that. So eventually I end up meeting, um, this girl. I used to go to the gay club a lot. Um, I end up meeting this girl. Not going to say any names. We're just going to say S. So I met S and we hit it off um or so i thought we did i was really just so curious and intrigued because back then i was attracted to studs so for people who don't know what a stud is a stud is a lesbian female um that dresses like a guy or consider her considers herself taking on sort of a male role in a relationship um so that's what I was attracted to so and everybody knows this like it's not even a joke it's true but people say it's a joke because we all know that once you are in the gay lesbian bisexual whatever you want to call it world everybody knows that if you (laughs) especially if you're young once you meet a female and y'all kick it and end up sleeping together like it's time to move in two days knowing each other and i am like calling somebody to come move my couch and my (laughs) my stuff into your house like that's how it was um for us then I'm not sure if it's still the same way now um somebody let me know um (laughs) I don't see much changing um with that but yeah somebody let me know if it's still like that um met the girl ended up moving in with her I had lost my mind y'all lost it <laughs> lost it so this particular girl is she was the type of stud that um at the time i couldn't tell but eventually i knew like she had been through some stuff she had had like a, a rough life uh street life which i knew nothing about um i came from a very small town we really did not like go to the so-called city that much but I knew nothing about it so coming to find out she had had a rough life and all this kind of stuff she was the type of person that did not want to receive anything she just wanted to give as far as the sex went and I thought that was kind of weird but I was so in love until I just thought that's how it was supposed to be Um, eventually that got old (laughs) because you know I'm like if I'm going to be with a female I want to be with a female like I'm not trying to like just let you do all this stuff to me not saying that I didn't enjoy it but I want to reciprocate and we'll get into what happened with me reciprocating uh, later (laughs) so come to find out y'all this lady's mother was the neighborhood crack dealer do you hear me the neighborhood crack dealer was her mother and my dumbass, I'm walking the streets with them she's giving me these little bags saying hold this and I think back and I'm like I was so naive I was so stupid I didn't even know what it was. I just I knew that she was giving me something to put in my shirt because she didn't want to get caught with it. So, I'm thinking since I'm <laughs> younger than her or whatever, then uh if I do get caught then I won't go to jail. Um and part of it was me just trying to prove that I was down. Um like I could have got so many bad things could have happened to me and I didn't even know it at the time like it was crazy so me and this girl S um we were really bad for each other um really really bad for each other um I know a lot of people say that you know domestic violence uh it was an argument with that, too. Domestic violence is between a man and a woman. If two women are fighting, that's not considered domestic violence. But now, nowadays, it is. So, we, we fought. Like, physically fought. I started fearing for my life. It was a couple of incidents that happened. Um, one that I can remember... I was off the floor. My feet were dangling off the floor. She had me by my neck, up against the wall, like, trying to kill me. Yeah, crazy. Um, She cursed out my mama and my grandmama. This how stupid I was, y'all. I stayed. I still stayed. Like, they came looking for me, trying to see what was going on with me. I was, ugh. I was so dumb. Oh, my God. So, um, I tried to run her over with my car. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It was a lot of crazy stuff going on. So, what ended it was, you know, I just, I I eventually got tired. Um, I didn't want to live that way anymore. So, I left. Uh, but in my preparation for leaving, she almost, like, really took my life. Like, this was a real close call. And so happened, it was two of our m- mutual friends over at the house. And uh, I had on, like, this. It was wintertime, I remember. It was cold because I had on this big bubble jacket. So I'm putting on my jacket. And next thing I know, I hear screams and hollering and I hear like this rip but I don't feel anything so I turn around the two friends are holding her this bitch has a I don't know how many inch long butcher knife in her hand she sliced the back of my coat that's it like just the slice the outside this heifer was trying to kill me so they really like did it like I left stuff behind I didn't give a shit I was just ready to go I knew that I could replace that stuff and it was no problem but of course you can't replace your life um so that happened and like the second relationship that I got into um it was cool but, it was another forced relationship. Um, and, I eventually ended up, like, just being done with that relationship to, it's like five or six more that I got to go through. We, You know what? We're going to have to do another uh, part two. Part two to this. Part two. What am I gonna What am I gonna title it? Part two of my uh, lesbian life confessions. <laughs> we'll figure it out, y'all. I figured out. So <laughs> the that life was not something that I ever saw myself in, um, but it happened. It was fun. It was so fun. so I was, Or so I thought at the time. It was fun. Um, and I think that now because, of course, I had no responsibilities at all. So it was me working at McDonald's. <laughs> I had two roommates. So my little McDonald's check was going toward crazy shit. And that's how I ended up like just out there I was out there y'all I started popping pills ecstasy pills um yeah I started losing so much weight to the point that like my neck was so little I was walking around looking like a freaking bobblehead (laughs) it was horrible it was so horrible I'm walking around looking like a fucking bobblehead, thinking I'm cute. And you know, like, if for the people who have done it, if you take if you taking ecstasy pills, like, you go out to the club, you think you're the finest thing in the building. Um, yes. We had our shades on. And I used to try to figure out, okay, why do people have shades on, like, in the daytime? And... Not the daytime, y'all. I'm sorry. At night, and like you, it's night. Shades are meant for the sun <laughs> and sunniness. You have shades on at night. I figured out why, because like your pupils, they dilate and they do crazy shit. So, in order for people to not tell that you are like geeking, geek the. Geeky. That was like our favorite song back then. <laughs> but for people to not know or for you to think that people didn't know that you was geeking on something. Some pills, some powder. I never did powder before. Never did powder. I did pills. Um <laughs> we had we put shades on because like you look like a fucking alien zombie motherfucker walk around the club (laughs) like all bug eyed looking at people and I remember I had no idea that like you have involuntary movements when you took this fucking pill so I am like they're having to give me gum I'm chewing on tops from freaking drink bottles um straws (laughs) all kinds of shit just so I wouldn't like chew my tongue because you having these involuntary movements with your mouth and like you can bite your tongue and split that bitch in half and like you're bleeding profusely out of the mouth and you wouldn't even know it. Like that's how strong that shit was. I wouldn't take that shit now though. I tell you that because even though we was young and dumb The shit they had back then, (laughs) I think was more legit than this stuff that they have now. Like, it's horrible now. People crazy. But, um, yeah, I was, I was like a party animal. My favorite store to shop at was, oh my God, what was it? I don't even think they had the store anymore. But one of them was Rainbow. I'm not saying anything about anybody that shops at Rainbow. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, Rainbow was my store to go to for the short dresses, the short skirts, the see-through, whatever it was, Um, my little heels, my accessories, like everything. That was the store. Rainbow was the store to go in so i'm going out i'm like i said i'm dropping weight so i'm looking different so i'm in a size small a small like well, no i oh no i don't even think i have any pictures from that i'm glad i don't but i was in a size small so i got these party dresses half of my ass is out i don't care Like, I did not care. I took that pill, and life was great. (laughs) Like, life was so easy. And just easy, breezy, carefree. Like, I didn't give a fuck about nothing. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that, like, in the midst of everything that was going on at the time, because, yeah, I was I was still hey this 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 is the catch yeah I was still sleeping with guys it was one guy at the particular time that I was still sleeping with I'm just so glad that I did not like get pregnant during that time uh, especially between the ages of 20 and I'm gonna say 25 yeah it it would have been rough on me but what what I tell everybody cause like all of a sudden I just I got two babies like all of a sudden Crystal pregnant what? Crystal is who? she, she what? she got two babies so I think a lot of what saved me I'm gonna say save me but what I'm trying to say is the reason why <laughs> I went so long and did not get pregnant is because I was with females for years 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 um, now that I think about it, mo- majority of my relationships were with females. So from out of high school, well, a little, about a year and a half out of high school, I'll say, yeah, uh, it was girls. So from 19, 20, to about 29, <laughs> yeah. So there's a big a big period in my life where, you know, yeah. It was all about the girls. It was all about <laughs> it's all about me and the girls. Um but I I had fun. And to jump ahead just a little bit, uh now I do consider my I do consider myself bisexual. Um for a long time and this was me like kind of getting out of the life I thought that I was living life all wrong um the reason why things weren't happening for me that were good is because I was just living this life that was against God and I was like condemned to hell and all this kind of shit so I stopped dating girls, started dating guys, and for a long time I think I tried to suppress it because I still found myself like looking at females and I know that there are like a hundred percent straight females out there that can admire another pretty female. Um but for me it was like I was looking. I was looking, looking. (laughs) Like, it wasn't, oh, she pretty. No, it was, damn. She is fine. Like, I'm looking up and down, up and down. So, I kept that to myself for a few years. I'll say, I kept that to myself for about four years. And then, all of a sudden, I was like, fuck it. Like, it is what it is. I asked myself, what is something that you're feeling, or something that was in your life that you stopped doing, or tried to suppress. That if you release it and accept it, is going to help you to like just be more of you, be able to give a more authentic you. And that was what it was. I still like females, like really, really like. It wasn't no. Oh, I'm just looking. No, it was. I'm about to try to see what's going on with her (laughs) type thing that's what it was um (laughs) so yeah 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 and it's a lot of um it's a lot of other women out there (laughs) that are bisexual than I thought because you know Everybody thinks every time they go through something. That they're going through it alone. I'm all alone. And nobody else is going through this. So nobody else can relate. Lies. I tell you. Lies. (laughs) It's always going to be somebody that can relate. All the time. It's always going to be somebody that can relate to your story. In some kind of way. A lot of people think that. If. If somebody else's story or the things that happened to them aren't exactly like what happened to you that you can't relate. But just like um, a story in a book that's about whatever, like everybody's going to interpret it different. So, of course, everybody's life and what they went through and how they dealt with it or how they saw it it's gonna be different but with that being said we are also still the same whether people want to you know realize it or not so just remember you are not alone um I don't know how many people can relate to my story so far um y'all let me know (laughs) give me some feedback let me know what y'all thinking out there um And like I said, if anybody wants to schedule a segment with me to come on and discuss this topic um, or any other topic, like I said, let me know. I'll be more than happy to um, discuss with you and, hey, get get the words out there (laughs) to the ears of the people. So... Um, I am about to sign off, y'all. Um, go back. Listen to my introductory episode, if you have not already. Um, share this if you feel like it was of some value. Share this if you just want somebody else to hear it. If somebody else is going through, if somebody else's story... Uh, appears to be similar to mine reach out i'm here if y'all got any questions for me i would be happy to answer them um and yeah so that's gonna do it for my second episode y'all second episode we're gonna keep this thing going we're gonna keep it going so that does it for my second episode there will be a part two to this story a continuation of my story um, to do with females other females sexuality, bisexuality lesbianism I, I, I don't like that word lesbianism like it's some kind of disease or something but anyway <laughs> Toodles, what's up, everybody? It's your girl Crystal. Welcome to Crystal Clear Podcast. Welcome back. This here episode is going to be a continuation, um, or actually a part two of my lesbian escapades so if you have not listened to part one go back and listen to part one so this is a continuation of part one this is part two i said that like three times already but anyway (laughs) um i'm going to continue with my story so i left off on the last episode speaking about How it's so many people out here, um, or women, I should say, that are bisexual. um, And really don't want anybody to know about it. But my thing is, like, if you feel something in you, I know I'm at the point now where, like, I could care less what anybody thinks, what anybody has to say about me. I am going to do me, and that's the end of it. Like, period. I'm going to do me. I'm not worried about anybody else. But that last relationship that I was in, the horrible one, um, like I said, go back and listen to part one. But this part right here, I'm going to talk about the last two relationships. <clears throat> so, the one after the the girl that I almost ran over with my car. <laughs> and then, the, which was S. And then there was another relationship that I was in that it was not bad. But I messed that one up. And now that I look back, like, you know, it wasn't meant to be anyway. So, whatever. But I could still see myself being friends with her. She may not want that, but who knows. But she was the type where, like, it was all fun. It was all fun and, like, not games, but just fun. Um... And unlike that first relationship, which that particular person is, she was like the stud type where she didn't want anybody to do anything to her or touch her in the ways that she did to me. So once I figured out, yeah, figured out, once I figured out that everybody is not like that, like I started having the time of my life and that's where I went like crazy so I was dating this chick um we're going to say C and she was cool but after I found out that like okay there are girls out here who <laughs> who will let you do things to them so after I figured that out which, me thinking back, and a friend of mine asked me this question, and she was like, you know, pretty much why did you feel like you needed to be with a studly or stud female? Um, and my answer to her was me being sheltered growing up and then getting out into, you know into the world, I was always... You know, talk. Okay, well, you're a woman. You should be with a man. So my thinking with getting with a studly girl was, okay, this is not as bad <laughs> as if you know I would have been with uh, another feminine girl. That was my thinking. So that's what I went with. But um, like I said, once I found out that everybody was not like, like that first relationship. I ended up cheating on the chick with a feminine girl. um, And at that time is when I figured out, okay, I just like women period. Like it doesn't matter if they're feminine or studly, but that studly liking came to the end real fast <laughs> because to me, um, and it's, there's a lot of ways that, you know, people can go with this, but this is what I have to say about it. Um, To me, like, that was... So, yeah, like, instead of going around the world with it, I'm just going to say that I am attracted to females, and it is what it is. So, during the relationship with C... You know, I ended up sleeping with a feminine girl. So after I did that, that's when I was like, okay, I just like girls, period. It don't matter if they're, you know, feminine or studly. But the whole studly thing was short-lived. Because to me, I felt like it was, if you're a woman, like you're going through all of this stuff to try to like be the opposite of what you actually like like you're trying to be a man and excuse me a lot of studs that I've seen get real upset when people say oh you're trying to be a man like I mean that's reality though you try to flip it and say oh well no I'm just a tomboy um, if you walk around with your strap on like it is the real deal, you're trying to be a man and like something is wrong with that. <laughs> That's just my feeling about it. Something is wrong with that. So, so, yeah. That relationship was cool. Didn't last too long, but it was, um, <clears throat> Another experience i although it didn't last that long because c ended up going off in into the Army. I believe I think she went into the army um but I did get to see uh Virginia because I hopped my happy ass in the car and drove <laughs> by myself all the way to Virginia to see this chick before. She actually like left left and went <laughs> into um the military. So yeah. I like I said, I, I was a little crazy. But um I did get to see some sights because I drove my ass to Virginia for like a weekend, I think. It was like two days and turned around and came back like it was nothing. So after that relationship, it was i what I'm gonna say is like the worst thing that I've ever been through, and that is like being with somebody who mentally abuses you um like they strip you, they take everything away from you, they make you think that you are crazy, unworthy, like oh my goodness. During those five years, yes, five years, that was the last relationship I was in with the chick, and that was from, I think, from like 2004 to 2009, going into 2010, but like it was a lot of mental abuse, and as far as that relationship goes, I wasn't ready for a serious relationship, period. Whether it had been with a woman or a man. I was not ready. I used to. And I remember. like I used to lie about the smallest things. Because I wanted to be. Portrayed. In this manner that. Okay. You know. Whatever I say. You are supposed to believe it. Because you love me. Like. I set myself up so bad. For that one. So. So, for the first two out of the five years, first two years were were good. First two years were good. Sex was good. Everything was good. But then she started acting strange, started doing crazy shit. And, like, we were living together. My name was on the lease. Her name was on the lease. So, it really wasn't no, like, just up and leaving. Um, so the last three years of the relationship was the worst. Cause like I said, she started acting funny and I started like, like women's intuition. Back then I was not paying attention to it. I would just get stressed out and just be like, okay, something that's not right. I don't know what it is. She might be cheating on me. I don't know. So come to find out. Well, I never knew. I never found out. Never found out if she was doing anything or not. But, like, she was a pro. She covered it up so good. But deep down inside, I knew that this girl was doing something. And I was sitting at home looking a straight (laughs) fool. So after I... Like went through a whole depression. You know what? I actually think that's what struck my depression up. Was that relationship. And that's what made my anxiety come on like a whole lot stronger. Because like I was a walking freaking zombie. I was so out of it. Like I don't even know how I kept getting up every day. And going to work. And acting like everything was okay. Like it took everything inside of me. To keep myself. Excuse me y'all. It took everything inside of me. To keep myself together. You hear me? Everything. So I finally gathered the strength. I'm not sure what happened. And finally I was like fuck it. I'm out. (laughs) So. Left that relationship. And I think like the day I decided to leave. Was the same day that I end up going up to the bank and I was like I'm gonna buy me a fucking house and I'm gonna have my own shit and if anybody you know comes to live with me or whatever the case may be like I'm gonna be the one to be like you get the fuck out you get out not me <laughs> you you get the hell out of here because I'm not dealing with this shit And I actually had to do that, (laughs) but we'll get into that later on when we start talking about narcissists. Lord, this dude was, oh my God. I cannot wait to tell y'all about that. But let me finish up the lesbian escapades part two first. (laughs) So left the relationship. I was like, I'm going to buy me a house. I went straight to the bank Sat down with the lady. She ran my stuff. And she was like, yeah, you're approved for up to $100,000. What? $100,000? To me, I was like, that shit is like, no. This is not real. I asked the lady. I was like, are you looking? Is that me? Are you looking at the right name? Are you looking at the right shit? (laughs) So she was like, yeah. And I just started like crying in her office. It was like tears of joy. I'm like, yes, I'm about to do this. So at the time, and yeah, at the time, I was like, okay, my life is not going right. I'm not getting things I want. Stuff is just not going right because I felt like, okay, you're doing something wrong and you're being punished for it because you were with females (laughs) and you're not supposed to do that. That's what I thought. But In reality, it was just, that was a fucked up ass person. And that's why, like, I wasn't getting anywhere. Because it was fucked up and I got sucked in. So, that's what that was. And, like, let me tell you, if anybody is out there, if you're in a relationship and you feel stressed out or depressed or, like, scared... When you're around this person, no matter if it's somebody you just met, somebody you've been with for a while, your mate, spouse, husband, wife, like, if you are feeling this way, like, something is not right. I'm in a relationship right now where I can be myself. He knows everything about me. Um... And it's no like pressure. I don't feel pressure to be somebody that I'm not. I don't feel pressure that if I fuck up, he's gonna yell at me or put me down or some crazy shit like that. Like nobody shouldn't have to put up with craziness. Especially if you're if it's in a relationship that you're gonna be like you're with this person y'all live together y'all have a life together you have to sleep in the bed with this person like every night you should be like so totally relaxed till it's ridiculous like so totally (laughs) totally relaxed to the point where like if somebody fart it's not gonna be like no argument (laughs) or no craziness like we argue i need well i can't even say it's an argument it's not an argument like i just be fussing and he be fussing because like he'll be like oh you're nasty or something like that and we just laugh it off but if you get into argument to the point where somebody ends up sleeping on the couch because you fart (laughs) and like i said a lot of people look at that different too but i'm just looking at it like hey it's a natural part of life it happens i'm not going to be hurting For nobody. So it's going to come out. And he know that. (laughs) So. That's how that's going to go. But. Y'all. I'm about to wrap it up. Um, If you have any questions. Comments. Concerns. Shoot me an email. To crystal clear pod. That's. C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. C-L-E-A-R-P-O-D at yahoo.com. Let me know what you all are thinking. If you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to drop a topic that you would like to hear me speak about, um, or if you just want to give some feedback, send that email to crystalclearpod at yahoo.com. Peace.